0: This is Olympic champion Scott Hamilton, yes, the real Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the other Scott Hamilton show, where you should be entertained, informed, and maybe even amused. Just don't expect any backflips. I mean, have you seen him skate? Carolina Panthers. New coach, interim, marquee player, franchise player gone, and yet they go out and they beat Tampa. It it was a weird day. It was a weird day. Steve Wilkes, the interim coach of the Carolina Panthers, beat a team quarterback by Tom Brady. Meanwhile, Riverboat Ron Rivera beats a team quarterback by Aaron Rodgers. It's just an absolutely bizarre set of circumstances. How many changes has this franchise had in the last five years? It's mind-blowing. Four years. Just go four years. How incredibly different everything is at Bank of America Stadium. Panthers are going to play at the Falcons on Sunday. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Atlanta, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. But remember this. Carolina, as incredible as it sounds, and make of it what you will on the 25th of October, only one game removed from the lead in the NFC South. Joining us now to say Thomas Hotline covers the Carolina Panthers for the athletic. It's our pal Joe Person. Joe, how are you? What's going on, my man? I'm buying me some Steve Wilkes stock, but I'm hoping David Tipper is, and I'm not sure. What's your take?
1: Yeah, you know, Wilkes has a shot. He um very well respected in the locker room. That's never been an issue. Um he uh these guys want to play for him. I, I had a story up on the athletic today that uh, Shaq Thompson a very uh in, in no uncertain terms said that they wanted to do everything in their power to help Wilkes get this interim tag removed that he got screwed over in Arizona, although he used a more colorful expression and uh and, you know Wilkes was popular. Before. And it's not just like he's, you know, he's their buddy. Like he's a no-nonsense guy, but he he kind of has a good way about him of of kind of relating well to a professional athlete, um, kind of getting down and you know talking with them at their level, but also maintaining kind of the authoritarian figure. And you know, you you you'd hope he gets a real shot at this. I mean, the interim t- tag—that's tough. A lot of guys don't don't get it removed, but Wilkes is a little different situation. One, he's been a head coach before. Two, he's a Charlotte guy with a lot of support in the community besides the locker room. And then, you know, frankly, he is a well-qualified black coach at a time when the NFL is trying to do a lot better with its minority coaching hiring
0: practice. I'm I'm all in for Steve Wilkes myself, and I and I know. He's only been in this position for what a little over a week now. But has he given any indication of of how he would be a different coach now than that first go around? And I know the circumstances in Arizona were unique compared to this one, but they were also trying Joe. What would he do as a head coach if given the opportunity that he would do differently?
1: Yeah, excuse me. He has not. He has not delved too deeply into that. He has said repeatedly. Scott, that he wants to make this about him. Uh, excuse me. Doesn't want to make this about him. I'm taking cold medicine today. So <laughs> bear with me. Pick the um, wrong
0: week to quit sniffing glue.
1: Hey, yeah, you ain't kidding. You've seen <laughs> You've seen it. You're you're my age. We've seen airplanes. Um, but, no, listen, he – I'm sure he would tell you that he's made some mistakes in Arizona. He also – you know, they – they picked a quarterback, Josh Rosen. From my understanding, that that Wilkes really didn't want, but Steve, kind the 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 general manager and the ownership group, kind of you know that was that big quarterback class included Josh Allen, and all the, I, I think Mahomes was in that class, but um, and, and then you know, frankly, they uh, the and a lot of this shows up in the lawsuit, right? Like he joined. Let's not forget, Steve Wilkes joined. Brian Flores's lawsuit to say you know look I'm the perfect example of a black coach who didn't get much of an opportunity uh Steve Kime, the the GM was suspended uh, after a DUI during a crucial part of that uh, of that beginning of the season I think and and over training camp so you know I, I covered Wilkes his first go around here when he was the secondary coach and then the defensive coordinator for Rivera. And, uh, you know, at at least he's getting, I'll say this, at least he's getting this 12-game stretch. Now, not like he picked these quarterbacks, but he has more than just like the four games, for instance, that Perry Fuel got at the end of the 2019 season when Rivera was fired, which was just by that point, the wheels had totally come off the bus.
0: Yeah, and we had the sense there that Tepper was going to totally break the thing down and build it back up. And how much he's done that, well, that's up for debate, another topic for another time. But I do agree with this 12-game stretch, Steve Wills can show his coaching acumen. We're joined by uh, Joe Person of The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter, at Joseph Person. Joe, I... Really weird question, but again, I think you'll get what I'm throwing down. P.J. Walker, man, he looked pretty darn good on Sunday against the Buccaneers, 17 of 22, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Did his performance help provide any clarity, or did it complicate the situation with regards to quarterback of the Carolina (laughs) Panthers?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, man. Like, wouldn't it be ironic that, after and by the way, PJ Walker was a rule guy too. He played played quarterback for him at Temple. But Matt Rule went out and you know handpicked three quarterbacks, beginning with Teddy Bridgewater, followed by Sam Darnold and um Baker Mayfield. And wouldn't it be ironic that if if, if under Steve Wilkes TJ Walker becomes at least, uh, you know, an answer for this season. But he's kind of like, he's like Steve Wilkes a little bit. Honestly, he's a guy you want to pull for, um, you know, he, Temple was about the only school that was going to let him play quarterback coming out of his North Jersey high school. A lot of schools were looking at him for safety and, you know, goes and had a cup of coffee, a couple of preseasons with the Colts. Goes to the XFL and and here he is outplaying last week uh, the the goat Tom Brady and uh, again he might go to Atlanta this week and and throw three picks like that that has been his Achilles heel when when he's had opportunities before here in Carolina that he'd make a nice play but then he would kind of do something ill-advised often like throwing back across his body that was a that, that's gotten him into trouble but. Last week was a nice, clean, efficient game. He threw the ball on time. He did not make any of those boneheaded plays that I just referenced, and he played turnover free football. And it, Steve Wilkes can't, can't, couldn't, I mean, he can't start anyone but PJ Walker this week, or he would lose the locker room. Uh, because w- just like Wilkes has a lot of support in that locker room, so too does PJ Walker. And, uh, they're gonna they're gonna just see how this goes and ride PJ Walker uh, as, as long as he's playing pretty well.
0: Joe, my last question for you: We are one week, two hours, and thirty five minutes from the NFL trade deadline. Do you expect more moves for Carolina?
1: I do. I don't. Obviously, I don't know that they're going to be of the magnitude of the Christian McCaffrey trade. I don't know how how it could, unless it were Brian Burns. And they seem pretty determined to hold on to Brian Burns. And I get it. Like, at some point, you can't trade away all your best players. Or, like, what you're going to have a hard time attracting a a head coach to come here. You're going to have trouble attracting free agents because they're going to be like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) You just let Brian Burns go. But I do think, you know, some guys like uh, Shaq Thompson, You know, he's kind of – his contract is such that he could be a salary cap casualty this offseason anyway. You know, Dante Jackson, I get the impression they've fielded some calls on him. You know, he's a little bit – you know, obviously he's older than J.C. Horn. I guess it depends on how much Steve Wilkes and Scott Fitter trust C.J. Henderson if they were going to pull the trigger on a Dante Jackson, you know, and then some kind of down the roster guys. Cam Irving is an offensive tackle who start a lot of games in this league. He's kind of a, and you know, he didn't play real well last year, but he is a veteran, uh, and, and he's sort of a luxury here. He, he he doesn't play. He's he's kind of the mentor for Ikey Aquanu. But yeah, I do think uh, they'll they'll do something, but I think it'll be. I think relatively minor in scope.
0: Does anybody ever call for a uh, JJ Jansen?
1: JJ <laughs> Jansen's a good dude, man. He's uh he, he, for a while, his kid was in the same younger, but in the same little league as my kid. And uh, just the kind of, yeah, I mean, my, I like talking to JJ Jansen because um, he is, He's seen it all, man. Like it is a little weird that the longest tenured player is your long snapper, and he's about to break John Casey's record, by the way. But uh, no, I don't think they're fielding calls on, uh, on on JJ Jansen, except when Greg Olson calls them to ask about their travel baseball team. I
0: I, sp- I spoke to him a couple of times. I interviewed him, and I I just like was sitting there thinking this guy is the smartest guy in the world. He has one job. He has mastered something that a lot of people don't pay attention to—to to be a long snapper. And he's set for life. His kids are set for life, and hopefully his grandchildren are set for life. We should all be as prudent as J.J. Jansen, Joe, coming out of college. My last question, Joe, uh, are you a VIX 44 guy, Robitussin, Mucinix? I, I like Delsim myself.
1: I just threw down a little um, generic CVS brand Sudafin. Um, I don't know. I, 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 but, but back on the long snapper conversation, ah. just – Shameless plug, because I know you and I have kids about the same age. My youngest and our only boy is the uh, JV long snapper at Myers Park High School as a ninth grader, and, and he's kind of like, oh, that's not my only position, Dad. Don't tell people. I'm. And I said, listen, you, l- let me tell you about J.J. Jansen, and I made the point, Scott, that you just did, about 15 years at about $1.2 million every year. I said, keep long snapping, kid
0: dad wants to retire when he's 60 go long snap learn how to long snap god oh, bless him man. how are they doing by the way are, are they are the mustangs having a good year
1: uh jv is outperforming the varsity you're nice to ask um you know they they're and not no, all joking aside they had kind of an ugly uh scandal i guess you could say where they were Bringing in kids from all over and transfer kids who weren't in the district, and yeah, they they to their credit, the new principal kind of turned you know self uh, self penalties and so forth. So new coach in, varsity's eh, maybe a game or two under five hundred, but I I appreciate that they're they're doing it the right way.
0: He's Joe Person of the Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Joseph Person. Joe, my last piece of advice as you get off here. Don't chase the uh, CVS knockoff Sudafed with Blanton's or Knob Creek or anything. Let's have some <laughs> water, bro.
1: I just hit a little uh, decaffeinated uh, sweet tea to, to, to swish
0: it down. Very adult decision, Joe. Appreciate you hopping on. Hope you feel better, man. Have a good week, man. See you, brother. That's Joe Person of The Athletic. Yeah, J.J. Jansen. J.J. J. Jansen has been in the NFL since 2008. He played one year for the Green Bay Packers. And then they shipped him to the Panthers. He's been with the Panthers since April 13th, 2009. Think about that. And he just long snaps. And I I keep checking the roster year in and year out. Oh, there he is. He's back. We're going to training camp at Wofford. Oh, there he is. He's back. And it's, it's what he does. It's what he does. Went to a Pro Bowl in 2013, and he just... Comes out every Sunday. Long snaps. Gets paid beaucoup dollars. God bless J.J. Jansen. Stick around. More of the Scott Hamilton show to come.